Welcome everyone to the Miss the Boat podcast. We all have our opinions, but it's never too late to voice them. Special thanks to my IRL friend Diego Reyes for the intro music to the podcast. You check him out, um, his music on SoundCloud and also himself on Twitter under the name Pandit Dulce, spelled P-V-N-D-V-L-C-E. Um, or on Twitter, I am Pandulce, spelled the same way. The absolute best, and I thank him so much for his involvement. Today, I'm not going to talk about it because I said a while ago I'm going to do it with my friend Harry. But uh, it's about a nap opportunity, so um, I'm going to be talking about something else that I, that's been on my mind for a while. And it's um, Flatliners 2017. So let's talk about that right now. So, Flatliners came out um, a few weeks ago, and I knew it was going to suck. Like, it looked fucking shitty. <laughs> my first thought was, like, Ellen Page, you don't deserve to be in this movie. You are too good for this. You were in Juno and Inception. And that's about it, actually. That's enough for you to not be involved in this. Diego Luna, you were in Star Wars. And, uh, Y tu mamá también. And also, uh, was he, was he in Book of Life? I want to say he was in the Book of Life. I feel like he wasn't, but I feel like he was too. I'm going to check that out right now. And he was not. Yes, he was. Cool. I know he was in that movie. Anyways, yeah, so it was both of them. Um, why, why are you guys doing this, you know? Just, <laughs> you guys don't have to be in this. So yeah, um, Flatliners is a remake or reboot or soft reboot or sequel of the 1990 movie um, Flatliners. Um, Starring, uh, what's his fucking face? <clears throat> a, a guy with a weird name, but kind of cool name, too. Um, yeah, he was in that movie. Kiefer, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, that's his name. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. And, um, a remake, it says, then it says a sequel. So, you know, I don't... I mean, he's in the he's in the movie too. Um, Kiefer Sutherland is in the the new one too. I think as the same person. I think. I. I don't know. Um, no, we know he's not actually. He's he's someone else. So, it's a sequel, but not really a sequel at all. Anyways, I never saw the original one. I just saw this one. Um, so when I first saw the trailer, yeah, it looked shitty, and I was like. I want to see it, though. I mean, it could be good to some people, I guess. But then it came out, and, uh, uh, what was it? 4% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 46 reviews. And that's fucking, that's just terrible. That's just, <laughs> God, I thought, it was, I knew it was going to suck, but I didn't, think, I didn't think it would suck this much. Um, Rotten Tomatoes is not really a good, um, site when it comes to, um, knowing, um, how um movies are because four percent means um four percent of a critics not well I'm thinking it's good um so the movie says hundred percent does not mean that it is a great movie it just means that all the critics think it's good good is a very relative term and you think it's really eh, it's good too it's great so that's why I don't like Utopia that's a unrelated topic but yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Flatliners, I was like, I have to see this movie now. I just have to. It, it has to be hilariously bad. And so, um, my girlfriend 
wanted to watch a movie um, one night. I was like, let's see Flatliners. He's like, fine, okay, whatever. And I had a fun time. I mean, it was terrible, but I had a fun time. I love this movie for how complete shit it is. It is garbage. From start to finish, just garbage. Um, The acting is good for the first part. And I feel like the actors find out find out like that the movie sucks and they kind of just stop trying, and it's kind of hilarious. Um, I'm gonna be talking um spoilers of this movie because um, it's a podcast about the movie, so you know if you haven't watched it, please leave. And if you have seen it, stay. <laughs> so yeah. Um, okay. Um, I like. The things I like about this movie, Ellen Page is adorable, like she always is. Um, they um has an opening credit scene, and not many movies do that, so it's kind of cool. Um, I think I think it's <laughs> I think that's it. Actually, I don't like anything else about this movie. Um, let's go with the bad things. Everything, everything, yeah, everything about this movie is not, yeah, no, I can't think of a single thing I like the most movie, it's, it's, it's just terrible, it's just complete, the ending, the beginning, the middle part, killing off one of the characters, which I'll talk about later, it's just, fuck, <laughs> alright, let's go with um, the actual story, so the movie starts off with like a, um, a flashback, to when the character of Ellen Page, I think her name is Charlotte, um, <clears throat> Charlotte um, is driving down um, a road with her little sister, and um, then she checks her phone for some reason, and then crashes, and the, it was near a bridge, so the car kind of just crashes, flies into the air, and lands into the um, lake below the um, bridge, and then... Nine years later, like, <laughs> I what I hate about this scene is that this has almost nothing to do with to do anything at all. Like, it has some relevance to the movie, but we're going to see it again, like, 30 minutes in, or like an hour in. And I hate when flashbacks undo this. Like, if you're going to show a flashback, show it once. Like, there's no point for this scene to be here. You could just talk about this later on. Because after the scene, they don't talk about it. It's just like, this happened, so remember that this, this happened. And then, like, an hour in, like, hey, this scene happened again. Remember that it happened? Well, we're going to show it to you again for no reason. But they show more scenes of it, actually, an hour later. Like, eh. <coughs> I have allergies. Um, fucking, okay, so um, the flashback just has her opening up her phone and then not looking up the road. A road. And then crashing and killing her 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 her, her sister, and um, what I hate about this scene is that she doesn't like check her messages. It's probably okay. It's nine years before, so it's like probably two thousand six or 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 seven. iPhones weren't really a big thing, so she opens her flip phone to open up her text messages to, to then crash, and I'm like. You're not checking your text messages. You're just opening up your phone to play with it for some reason as you're driving with a 
a 12-year-old in your passenger seats. And it's so fucking stupid. Like, what are you, you're supposed to be like a medical student and really smart in the main character. How am I supposed to support you being this fucking dumb? And that's the character. That's the first thing we see about the character. Just a terrible fucking person who just killed her sister. <laughs> oh, God. It was funny to see that scene first. So, yeah. Um, and nine years later... Okay, also, Ellen Page looks... Okay, nine years before, I'm gonna assume she was, like... The character was, like, 17 or 16 years old. Because, like, nine years later, she's, like, a medical student and also a doctor already. So she's, like, in her late 20s. She does not look like a teenager. Like, Ellen Page is, like, 30 years old now. And she does not look that age now. She looks... 26 at best. So for her to still play a teenager looks kind of weird. It's like Drake Bell trying to play a teenager now. It still doesn't work. Emma Roberts can pull it off, but she's tw- 25. And she has like a few years until she's, you know, done. Ellen Page does not work out as a teenager now. I'm sorry to say, it just doesn't work. Same as Josh Peck. Josh Peck can't pull off a teenager. He pulls up an adult, barely. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, that was the first part that I had a full fucking discussion on. <coughs> oh, God. Okay, so also my stomach hurts right now, too. So allergies and mess up stomach. That fucking sucks, you know? We just wish someone was here. Wish Harry was here to talk about it. I really, I really would actually rather talk about that movie instead. Um, so the movie um, goes nine years later. She's now a doctor. And then she she sees, like, a woman who had, like, a near-death experience. And then he's like, you've been dead for, like, a few minutes. What did you see? And then the fucking lady's like, you saw someone die, didn't you? And then never talked about it again. She leaves the room because she's kind of weirded out. And that's that scene. Never talked about again. All right. Then she meets, um, fucking this girl named, uh, Sophia, um, played by Kiersey Clemens. Um, and Sophia is, like, studying in the library. Ellen Page's character, um, Courtney, is just like, Are you okay? And Sophia's like, no, I'm stressed and stuff. Mama pays for my college and stuff. And then they talk and her friends, I guess. And then later on, Sophia's like, We used to be friends in the beginning of school, and now you don't talk to me. We used to be friends. They said, like, twice, I think. And I'm like... Show it, don't say it. Like, it's the laziest thing to say that you knew each other just for convenience of the film. Just why not just make friends there? It makes more sense as a movie. Then we meet fucking uh, James Norton's character, Jamie, and he's a fucking tool. Like, straight up white, buff, attract, semi attractive guy who's rich and lives in a fucking boat, going to school, being really kind of conceited and, like, uppity about his own appearance and also being rich and white. Like, I'm fucking gonna fuck these girls being fucked. And, uh, fucking Courtney's like, hey, hey, Jamie, you wanna fucking, uh, come me do a little, uh, experiment? Wink, wink. And then she went, and then she was trying to be all flirty and stuff. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I want to fucking experiments on you. And then, like, uh, 
they meet up in like an abandoned um, basement at a hospital with all these new equipments. And I'm just thinking, how do you get all this equipment in an abandoned place without getting caught? Like these are new. This is like this, these are new equipments. You know, like these aren't just like your things that you own. You're not. You're not rich. <laughs> and like, where did? How did you get all these things? How can it be abandoned if these are brand spanking new machines from like 2016 at the newest model? And okay, so then um, Courtney has all this stuff. Uh, she invites Sophia for it, and, and Jamie's like, "Oh, you guys! I expect you to be here too. I'm down for a threesome." And Courtney's like, I guess he misinterpreted what what I meant. But, like, no, you fucking didn't. You actually winked at him to make him think it was, like, a threesome or had some fun. Like, it's kind of your fault for leading him on, but whatever. I mean, he's not going to have sex anyway, so I don't know. I don't want him to have sex. And he has sex. Not later. I know a movie. Um, so. <coughs> fucking nine. Uh, so then she's like, hey, guys, want to fucking flatline me? Um, I'm gonna be dead for 60 seconds. I'm gonna stop my heart for 60 seconds. When after that, uh, gotta record my brain activity and, and revive me. And, uh, yeah. And so then, uh, Jamie, Jamie's like, I'll fucking do it, yeah. And then Sophia's like, I'm not doing it, no. And they do it anyways. And then they kill her for like 60 seconds. Like, up, oh, she's dead. This is 60 seconds pass, and they wake up. And then, uh, yeah. Um, and they don't, they can't wake her up, so they, they call Diego Luna's character, named Ray. He's really cool, because he's Diego Luna. And I really had no beef with him, he's actually kind of cool. He has, he has, like, that accent. He's, uh, he's Mexican. And he has, like, that cool, like, I don't give a fuck kind of attitude, but he also does really care a lot. I just love his voice. I just love him. He's just, he's just cool. He's my favorite, he was my favorite part of Rogue One. And that movie fucking sucked. Um, so, um, yeah. He was, he saved the day. Oh, and also, uh, Nindobrev is in this movie, um, playing as Marlo. Ray and Marlo. So, Cartney, Ray, Marlo, Jamie, and, uh, Sophia. What the fuck's Brad? What the fuck? I got any Brad in this movie. I don't, know who Brad is. Wait, there's a guy named Brad here? I don't... I'm looking at the, the Wikipedia because I don't remember the names of the characters, but it's a guy named Brad in this movie, but I don't remember Brad being there. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, uh, Neo Luna Ray um, comes to the uh, fucking... finds the room, um, revives them, and... Um, yeah, Ellen Page um, lives. She's like, I saw these things, like, energy around me. He was cool. And then, like, she bakes bread because she is smart now, I guess. And we explain how she can get powers, like, as in, like, think things. And, yeah. And, um, yeah. They, um, she experienced, like, she has, like, increased intelligence and euphoria and just, like, fucking, like, orgasmic. And, uh,. Yeah, the next day she goes to class. She can answer questions. She can answer like questions that her teacher asks her, um, without even him fully asking the question. And uh, it's kind of fucking like you're you're smart, but not a fucking a psychic. Um, and she's able to play the piano. Uh, she plays plays like Claire de Lune, or how the fuck do you pronounce that? 
Claire de Lune. Claire de Lune. I don't fucking know. One of my favorite songs of all time, really. And um, they fucking butcher it. Because maybe it's a rendition of it. And I'm not used to it. But it's, um... It is not really what I'm used to. Um, it's really quick and dumb and whatever. Um, so, yeah, she's able to play the piano for some reason. Everyone's like, I want to go next. Let's, I want, like, you know, Jamie's like, I want to go next. I want to go and uh, flatline myself too. And then every time they flatline, every time they flatline, there's always that, like, oh, man, they're going to die. How are we going to do this? But, um... It's really, uh, like, I know they're gonna live, though. They're, they're gonna live. So Jamie dies for a little bit. And we see, like, his, his vision of when he dies. He's riding a motorcycle through a city, and he has a girl behind him. And, like, before he wakes up, um, he sees, um, the girl behind him fade away into, like, a, um, an abandoned kind of, um, street. It looks all dirty and stuff, and scary, like really spooky, scary. And then um, he wakes up and he's fine. Um, and then uh, he has the same feelings and stuff. I think it was cool. And then they go to uh, Charlotte's house. Charlotte, fucking her name is Courtney. Fuck, I've been saying Charlotte the entire time. Courtney, sorry about that. Um, yeah, and they go to Courtney's house and um. <laughs> they uh, party for some reason. Nina's Nina Dobrev's character Marlo is there. She was there for the first one. She's like, I want to see if I can do this. I'm a good doctor with you, Diego Luna Ray. Ray. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Like so. Uh, yeah, Marlo's like, I'll be there. And Ray's like really not into this. He's like, I don't want to do this. It's not against uh, hospital rules and against the medicine. I'm not gonna do this. And um. He's there anyways. Like, you say you're not into it, but you're still there. Anyways, they all go, Nina, fucking, Marlo, Courtney, Ray, Jamie, Sophia, they all go to uh, Courtney's um, house, and the apartment, actually, and they have a party, like a really weird college party, and um, Courtney and Jamie make out, and they're like, yeah, and... <laughs> They're thinking, like, this is coke, and they start to break the wall of Courtney's, like, apartment or house. And, like, let's break this fucking wall! I want to break it anyways! I'm like, this is not coke, I'm going to say. You don't get this euphoric over flat lighting, I'm going to say. I'm going to assume. If it was real, it would not be like that. Um, also, aren't you renting this place? Because um, you're still a medical student. I'm pretty sure you are not able to afford... Uh, you can't afford um, to break the, f the fucking wall. Um, then it starts to hail outside of the apartments, and they all go outside, play with the hail, and throw it onto cars, and become fucking nuisance of society in the streets at night. And I'm thinking, you're not college students. You're like in your late twenties, and it's kind of cringy. You're not kids anymore. If it was like they were like my age, they would it would be okay, I guess. It, cringy self, but not as cr cringy. You're full-grown adults doing this, and it's kind of weird. And then uh, Marlo's like, I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna do it for three minutes. And, um, yeah. Um, oh, no, actually, before the event even happens, Courtney get, begins to see spooky things. She starts to, she starts to see 
the shower curtain open and close on her own, but they don't because it's all in her head. And she gets haunted by these memories of her sister and blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, then, like, um, so the next day, Marlon's like, I want to go in. And Sophia can't because her mother's like, you have to study, you can't go out, you're a medical student. <clears throat> and then Marlon's like, okay, fine, I'll stay in. And then uh, Marlon goes under the procedure for three minutes. And then her, like, her nightmare while she dies, I guess, <laughs> um, is, is, um, she's drowning in a pool, and there's, like, murderer on, on, on the, um, on the pool floor, and, uh, she sees, like, a vision of, like, an abandoned warehouse and a, a body, and she's like, oh, no, and then she wakes up, and she's kind of weirded out by it, because she shouldn't be able to be down there. I mean, she wouldn't, she shouldn't be able to flatline that long, or die for that long, because, yeah, you probably shouldn't die that long, I guess. It's kind of a weird thing to say. And then, uh, Sophia barges in really fast, like, hey, I want to flatline too. I want to experience these good things. And then she does. But, like, the security for, like, the basement uh, floor of the hospital starts, like, no, not security. Just people who work there, just starting to say, like, hey, um... The people who work here are going to see that we're doing this illegally. Um, and then Sophia goes through her flight landing while that's going on. And then um, she um, she sees like a vision of her in high school. And um, and uh, <laughs> where she leaks nudes of a girl that was supposed to be like a valedictorian or like a really smart girl. Um, and leaks nudes of her to the school. I was like, ha ha, you have nudes. It ruined her life, I guess. I don't know. And uh, that was that thing that happened. And then we see a spooky girl who's uh, in her spookiness. And then they they get they leave the the, the building and they never get caught. And, and yeah. And oh my God, there's this there's that scene where like um there okay so um Jamie has to like um pull the fire alarm and um. Run and, and and they drive out, and um, you get you see the car kind of like rushing through like through the streets at night, and like it's empty, it's an empty night, so you can just kind of just just drive, you know. But um, what they do terribly is that they don't show the car driving; they show themselves in the car moving as the dri- as the car is driving, and I, I I'm expecting I'm not expecting like um baby driver cinematography. I'm expecting, like, at least some good kind of cinematography when it comes to, um, you know, oh shit, light turned off. <laughs> I'm expecting, like, good cinematography when it comes to, like, a good car chase. I'm expecting, like, at least something, like, taken at least, or, like, some kind of action thriller kind of <laughs> car chase scene. Something good. Something, like, at least p- appealing, not just the fucking faces of people driving their fucking car. Uh, uh. Um, so then, um, all that goes on, oh no, the next scene they go to a fucking rave, cause they feel fucking euphoric again, and, uh, um, Courtney sees some, some, um, she sees some, um, a vision of, of herself at the bridge when, when her sister died, 
and then see the car at an abandoned car. It's wet, and he looks inside the car, and it's like a, a the body of her sister dead in water, and then jump scare hand on the window, and it breaks free of her vision of day, time bridge car head cook can car door. Back to the rave, and that was spooky, and then uh. The next scene is Sophia saying, like, I don't know if it's the flat landing or right now, but I have to do this right now. And then uh, Sophia takes Jamie to her house and have sex. And that was random, I guess. And then uh, she moves out of her, uh, her, her mom's house. It's like, hey, I want to move out. You're overbearing and shit. And, like, it's the best day of her fucking life. <laughs> and then, like, here's Cordy just like, <laughs> The trauma of, like, losing my sisters eating me alive. And then everyone's all happy. Also, the next scene, too, uh, Ray and Marlo have, like, this weird love story that I didn't see coming at all. Like, it was there, hinted, but I guess I didn't think it was going to happen, I guess. And, uh, <sighs> fuck. Hold on. Just, uh, I gotta, gotta do something with my nose. <laughs> Don't be like that next to the microphone. Next to my fucking face. We'll hear how that sounds. I was like, let me take a little. Alright, that was that was cool, I guess. Allergies. It's fall. When I should not be feeling anything, I still feel stuff. Fuck you, fall. Anyway, so um yeah, um yeah, Ray and Marlo have this love this love story. And she admits like there was a guy that came to the hospital with a jellyfish thing, and I fucking killed him. Like, I accidentally gave him too much things, and I feel bad. And then the alien's like, it's fine. Then he kisses her, and he has sex. And I'm like, this is fucking, that was a fucking weird solution to that problem. <laughs> they have sex. And uh, Courtney, um, we go back to Courtney, who's having, like, really fucking thriller-ish kind of problems going on. And, uh, uh, she's just, like, she's just seeing, like, her dead sister, and it's freaking her out. And we come back to Marlo and Ray, just kind of happy. Like, where's your fucking tone? Where's your, what's going on? Like, what are you, what's going on? Um, and, yeah. Then they go back to Courtney, who's also just, who's making a video of herself, recording herself, like, it was just flatlining. I was, I wanted to do something else. It was not meant to be this way. And then she dies, because, um, the ghost of her sister pushes her off to the fucking thing. But, there is no, uh, ghost. It was just her, all along. And she fucking dies. And I just wanted to assume, like, Ellen Page saw the script, and she's like, yeah, I'll do this. And then, like, she kept reading it, like, can I just fucking die in the, in the middle of the film? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, Diego Luna and Ellen Page were the best parts of this movie. So it kind of sucked that Ellen Page died and we don't see her again after this scene. It's like one time later on, but um, we don't see her again. And we're like an hour into this movie. And an hour in. And the plot starts. The plot starts. Like the actual conflict of the story starts to happen. Like, what the fuck? I waited an hour for this thing to finally start. The third act is actually the the, the, the conflict. Um, so then, um, yeah. 
Um, they never explained why she wanted the flatline. They just say like, it wasn't just about science, I'm sorry. And, uh, like, so what was it about then? We never really find out. You're obsessed with the afterlife, but at the same time, why? What, what did you think was going to happen? Is this because, is this, this, is this where the sequel parts, um, it kicks in? Like, um, I don't... I don't know. What is this supposed to be about? Um, and then they, um, they go, they, um, Sophia, Marlo, Ray, and Jamie, they all meet up into this thing, and they see, like, um, what happened? I forget what happened. I think, um, they meet up at the, um, we know, wait, okay, so, they meet up at, a, um, at school or the hospital or whatever. And, um, they're like, hey, Courtney's dead. Do you know what happened? And they don't talk about it. Like, this is, this could be a great time for you to tell a doctor, hey, we did this, and we experienced this stuff. To get, like, some kind of, like, hint that this is a sequel. But no, they just kind of, just kind of just don't talk about it. And then, um, Ray, the only one who, Ray, the only one who didn't do it, um, is just like, you guys should do this. I told you it'd be a bad idea, even though I did it. And then, um, and then, um, Marlo has to fucking, um, has to find, um, has to find the phone of, of, of Courtney, um, before the police can find anything that could mean that they were all involved in things. And while this is all going on, Jamie, Marlo, and Sophia see these weird hallucinations of their guilt. And then, um, <sighs> Fucking hate my allergies. They find these like yeah hallucinations. Then uh, Marla goes find the goes to find the phone of um of the um of of Courtney in the um in the mor mortuary yeah morgue thingy with the bodies. I don't fucking know the names. <laughs> I'm really stupid. Um, and it finds the phone and it sees a hallucination of the guy she killed, and um that happened. And then, uh, um, they see the, they see the, um, the video of her saying I'm sorry and stuff, and then, um, <laughs> there's this one line that cracks me up, it's like, um, like, um, like, she's, like, she looks like she was seeing, seeing someone there, like, someone was actually there, and Ray was like, maybe, like, I think she was just hallucinating. Like, maybe she just thinks she saw someone, and someone there, and then Jamie's like, that's, like, that's, a, that's the thing, not, that's not what that means! I'm like, and I'm like, that's kind of what hallucination, hallucination, I don't know, hallucinating means? Like, just think that you saw someone, but it wasn't there? Like, it probably means that she was hallucinating, because she kind of was hallucinating. Um, <laughs> and, um, then they find out that Ray's like, I guess... You ha like what happens is that uh, when you die, you see all your sins and guilts, and then you have to uh, you have to appease your own guilt and sins, because uh, if you don't, um, you'll always see these visions and stuff. And um, yeah, I'm seeing the hauntings get more and more intense with Orny being chased by visions of her dead sister pushed to her death from a roof. Yeah, that happened. Um, I love how, like, everyone, 
everyone, okay, Marlo and Jamie had the worst of it, where, like, um, Marlo gets fucking suffocated in her car as she drives, and fucking crashes her car, but not really crashes into, like, a big thing, just, like, kind of runs over some tables, and I'm just, eh, whatever, and fucking Jamie gets fucking stabbed in his boat, and, uh, <laughs> sees the image of a person he left when they want, when she wanted to get an abortion, <clears throat> that's, that's his guilt, actually, um, he, um, he saw, like, he, he had a girl, and she got pregnant, and, um, he was about to, he gave her money to get an abortion, and, um, and she, um, she, and he didn't, he didn't go with her, so, um, yeah, that was his guilt, and, um, so, it's not ghosts, it's just hallucinations of people that were in your, uh, I guess, in your guilty conscience. What I don't understand, though, is that how does, it manif- how does your thoughts manifest into its own being for you to stab yourself or suffocate you? Or make you think you got stabbed or, sab- or suffocated? Because with Marlo, she thinks she got suffocated, which makes sense, because it's kind of cool. But Jamie gets actually stabbed by someone. And how do you how do you do that? How can you... How How does that work? Like, I'm, trying to, I'm thinking about that right now. It doesn't make any sense. And so, Ray's like, you have to appease, you, you have to, you have to come, come, go up front with it and to the truth. To the truth. Also, fucking Sophia is, like, not even going through a lot. <laughs> She's, she has good grades. She has higher intelligence. She has sex with, with, with someone. And also, it was like a little hallucination of an abandoned uh, classroom with the uh, the girl she leaked nudes to. Then she just kind of went and met with her. It was like, "Hey, um, I leaked your nudes in high school. I'm sorry." And she's like, "Okay, that's cool." I mean, she was sad, but she's like, "It's cool. I forgive you." And uh, like that was fast. It's cool. Yeah, that's a plot that happened. Uh, every and then like okay. After Alan Page dies, the acting just goes from the fucking all-time low. Like, every, everyone just fucking sucks for some reason. And, um, Jamie goes to, um, see this girl that was supposed to have an abortion, now have, have a kid, and her acting was, was, like, just, like, what are you doing here? I don't want you here. And, like, this is, wow, what the fuck? <laughs> it was just terrible. It was so bad. And, um... And also the fucking kids like, who is that man, mommy? In that actual voice. And like, you couldn't you couldn't get a fucking kid who can act. You you just you could not. An adult and and child, I guess they actually are related. Um then he appeased his guilt, I guess, by um going to um going to the lady, I guess. And with Marlo it's a different story, because it turns out not only did she uh kill the guy, but she lied about how he died in the autopsy report, and that's why she feels so guilty, and Ray just like, Marlo, you have to, you have to tell the, the, the dean about this, and he will, and, and yeah, <laughs> and she's like, you don't love me, you're just mean, I'm like, what the fuck, no, he's trying to help you here, <laughs> and what the fuck, they only had sex once, and had one romantic interest, which romantic scene, which was that one, one sex scene, and also the other, other sex scene. But that's it, though. You can't say they were in love when they were not that in love. There was nothing to go off on with being in love. It's so fucking stupid. And then, uh, 
then uh, fucking Marlo goes and tries to kill herself because she can't deal with the fucking things. Because also Ray's like, you, you can't be a, you can't be honest with your work. Then you can't be a the doctor. It's my accent, I guess. I'm Mexican. I should probably have an accent about an Mexican accent, but I don't. Um, then uh, she tries to flatten herself or die, and then they all find her in the basement because they all think she probably probably killed herself. And then uh, um, they um, they go find her, and in her hallucinations, she's trying to kind of like have her guilt ridden away because she um, apologizes to the actual dead body in her mind, though. So yeah, and um, they're trying to revive her, and while they try to revive her, she almost fucking dies. And Ray's like, come on, Marlo, you can do this. You're a good doctor. And then um, she's a vision of uh, Courtney's like, um, you have to let go. The moral of the story is that you have to let go of your guilt. And then the movie ends with uh, her uh, telling the dean of her story. And then she gets, like, she's on probation, but she's fine, I guess. And fucking, um, they throw away the laptop of, of, of Courtney into the, um, into the lake. And uh, only she knows the evidence. Like you, so this basically movie was for nothing. This fucking movie was for goddamn nothing. They didn't even show any like evidence of, of them having the same intelligence they had after they flatlined. And then fucking um, movie ends with someone playing the same song that she played, like Ellen Page's character played in the fucking bar or cafe or whatever. And like, is that her? But not really. It's just a guy playing a song. Like I guess. Uh, she, her soul can rest now, and, uh, I don't think her soul rests, I think she's still, her soul's, like, really fucking restless, because she still thinks that she killed her sister, and they learn nothing, nothing happened, fucking, that was the end of the movie, movie ended, everyone in the theater just kind of left, like, a few minutes before the movie actually ended, like, they were just done as I was, they were all so, they were laughing at the bad parts, they were just not, there was, it was so uncomfortable, like, being in that movie where no one was scared. There was, like, I guess, like, one scare, I guess, to be people like, oh, but no one else was scared. It was so embarrassing. It was so sad, and I fucking loved it. It is, the plot makes no sense. They don't explain anything when it comes to scientific fiction or sciencey realistic stuff. It's, it's so fictional. There's nothing they go on that makes any fucking sense. Like, the characters are terrible. Jamie's the worst fucking character. He's still a fucking douchebag. Ellen Page's character makes no sense because she never explains why she's doing it in the first place. Eagle Loon isn't being there for some reason, but not really being being in there. Because he's saying that you shouldn't do this, but he's still still involved in some way. And even in the poster, it looks like his, um... Also, fucking the poster is so such a, such a garbage poster. Eagle Loon is in there with, her soul, with his soul out, but he's not even in the fucking flatlining shit. Um, and, like, Marlo's character is also really, the fucking love story between Marlo and, and, uh, and Ray is so fucking weird. Sophia's character was the, the character that had the least things going on with her life. Like, oh, good for her. She's having a good life. Everyone else is fucking dying, but she only leaked nudes to a girl. That's her biggest guilt. I don't know if she had a perfect life, just leaked nudes to a girl. That's fine. I mean, it's terrible, but it's nothing compared to leaving a woman who was about to get an abortion and also some guy that fucking died in killing your sister. That's your biggest guilt, is that you leaked nudes to a girl? 
pretty sure like by that time you would kind of forget about it. Maybe Vol is like, hey, this happened, I'm sorry. But there's no ramifications for your actions if you're like out of school now. Like, that was high school. You're like 26 now. So what the fuck what the fuck are you like? <laughs> oh god. So yeah. Flatliners, 2017. Um I'm giving it a fucking two out of ten. There's nothing good about it. So, you know. Anyways, that's the end of this fucking podcast. I talked 40 minutes for this goddamn movie. Um, if you like this, if you like this uh, podcast, give it a thumbs up. If you're on YouTube, I guess. Um, follow me on, on SoundCloud. Uh, follow this place on iTunes when it comes out on iTunes. Um, yeah. Um, thank you guys for watching or listening. And um, I'll be back, I guess. So, take care, guys. Have a fun day. I have to go to class. Also, special thanks to, again, special thanks to my friend Diego Tandulce for making the intro song. Also, the ending song, so it's cool, why not? So, I'll see you guys for the next one. Thank you for watching. Thanks for listening to Miss the Boats, where, no matter what, our opinions still matter, even if we miss the boats.